Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, Answers for Healing and Infinite Love, which shares stories of spiritual awakening, spiritual communication, healing energies, miracles, and ways to utilize your intuition for prosperity, health, and for happiness. I welcome Patricia Hammond Gonzalez, author of The Ultimate Experience, a personal nonfiction tale, applying spiritual concepts and practical experience and an awareness of both the challenges of our physical and spiritual life and miracles that await students who dare to walk a path of forgiveness. Hello, Patricia, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within. Hi, Cheryl. It's just great to be here. Thank you so much for asking me. Patricia, as listeners of Healing from Within are so well aware, my guests and I share our intimate stories of awakening and recognizing our spiritual talents, responsibilities, and higher consciousness as we connect our physical and spiritual essence into the oneness of being and living with a full understanding of the universal laws of energy, which, when followed, allow us to experience a more productive, purposeful, joyful, and meaningful life journey. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Patricia Harmon Gonzalez, born in Spirit Lake, Idaho, the third of four daughters. I just love even saying it, Spirit Lake. The third of... (laughs) Yes. It's the perfect fit for me, you know? (laughs) The third of four daughters who has lived in London and is now in Spain offers her thoughts on what it means to be a spiritual traveler who can excel in living life with gusto and faith. You know, Patricia, I always love to ask my guests. This is a wonderful question because it opens up so many doorways to the possibilities of knowing ourselves in so many ways. I love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember an event, person, or place that may have been meaningful to them and show them or others the inner working of their soul life and the lifestyle they would engage in as an adult. So just take a second, Hmm. think back and share Uh, with us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, one event, I guess there were probably many. I was uh, the third daughter of four, like you said, which left me as the middle child. <laughs> and I'm I also, yeah, I'm, all, I'm also the middle child. <laughs> I, I, I was very rebellious, and, um, you know, I just thought differently. I, I, I just knew there was something else going on. I didn't mm-hmm. know what it was. Uh, the spiritual awakening didn't happen until I was much older, but I just, I just felt different, you know. Well, um, I think you were like me. You were empathic, and you, you, you knew justice, truth, and the American way, and you found it hard to find adults acting in ways that maybe didn't sit so right with you. Yeah, and you yeah, had to tell the truth. Sure. I was a square peg in a family of circles, you know? Yes. And um, I I just didn't ever find my place. 
and and you know that that continues today um you know uh, i have a loving family uh but i'm just not like them never have been so well uh, i think we're all unique and i know our soul selects the family and the experiences that we're going to have in this life so that we can grow yeah. in more love and compassion and share and serve and just be and some of us maybe have had more experience and so we are a little bit more aware of our emotions and consciousness and what we wish to uh, bring to the world and everyone's unique and different uh so yeah. i certainly understand exactly what you're saying because my childhood i'm one of three daughters and I have a daughter mm. who has four daughters, so I, <laughs> I, I'm very aware of the energy that you are part yes. of because I'm part of that too. So let's go on yes. to, before we get into okay. the book and the lessons to be found here, um, um, amidst the personal story uh, on yeah. how the book came to be, it, it's very interesting. Can you share with my listeners the backstory? Of how the sure. book came to be? Well, I was living two lives uh, in my uh, adulthood, and um, my spiritual path was very, very prevalent, and I dabbled in so many things, but I also lived uh, a corporate life. Um, I had a successful corporate career for 20 years in San Francisco, and um, I just didn't know how to balance the two. They just didn't work together. And uh, unexpectedly, I went into work um, in this on this morning, and I got laid off. Mm. And it was, uh, you know, I was a homeowner. I had bills like everybody else. And in the beginning, when I got laid off, I was actually smiling inside. I felt really happy about that because I knew that it wasn't a good fit any longer. You know, I knew something was coming. And um, But I, I struggled for about a year taking, you know, temporary jobs to pay my mortgage and to pay my bills. And then... Um, I got myself so stressed out that I was taking some really deep breaths on this one day uh, just to kind of balance myself. And I got this intuitive thought that I needed to get on my spiritual path and I needed to leave everything behind. And the way I was going to do that, I was going to go live with my mother. Now, Living with my mother, who in there's just no way the two, the two of us just were never going to be compatible. But I picked up the phone and I said, "Would you like company?" And she said, "Sure." And I was thinking it was going to be six months. Well, I was there for four years. All right. But uh, she had a second bedroom. It didn't have a bed. I said, "I don't want anything. I'm going into my cocoon." I'm going to just focus all my energy on my spiritual path and see where it takes me. And I said, this was a town in, in uh, central California where all my family lived. And so I was surrounded by my three sisters, my mother, 
and doing the spiritual work in this this uh, cocoon. And uh, what happened was I was guided to reread A Course in Miracles. And I was really hesitant to do that because the first time that I tried to read it, it made no sense to me. Mm. It was just words on paper. And so I was very hesitant, but I kept getting the message, you, you must read A Course in Miracles. And this time when I read it, I actually saw the message of forgiveness on almost every page. And um, so I, I started the practice of forgiveness. I took it very much to heart. And I realized the reason I was with my mother and with my sisters was that that is where the forgiveness needed to start. Mm. And um, so as I was doing my forgiveness work, and having a lot of success and a lot of awareness around my forgiveness work, um, I, I was also Skyping with a friend who now lived in Florida, and we were both uh, doing the lessons of A Course in Miracles. And I had said to her one, one afternoon when we were Skyping, we always Skyped every Monday, and I said, are you ready to go on a trip? And she said, a trip? And I said, yeah, I just feel like we're going to go on an adventure. And uh, that week, and she said, well, I'll have to think about that. And that week, I realized that what was coming in was a book. Mm. And it was, it was all of this awareness that I was having was starting to come in the form of a script. Mm-hmm. And with characters and lessons and all of this information, and I started writing it down. It kind of scared me because I was not a writer. What was your friend's name? Because I've read your book. Is, it, is she well, one my, of the characters in the book? Or did yes, you make yes, up fix, fictitious yes. names? Lauren or Savannah? Well, uh, uh, Savannah is actually me. That's what I thought. And okay. And, uh, and Lauren is my friend in Florida. So okay. all of the first part of the book is real and true. And it, it starts, uh, you know, it starts um, being non-fictional when, or, or an adventure that is not real, although the lessons and the awarenesses are real. They're my experiences. But Jose Miguel or Joey is introduced. I didn't make him up. He actually came through um, um, just like the book came through, and I put him into the script, and uh, he is a made-up character. Oh, I see. Okay. But let me get back to A Course in Miracles, because its teachings are a main theme in your book. And uh, I copied this from your book. In the beginning, the teacher is clear. But there are no designated roles assigned. All just students sharing a speck of time together, walking a linear path in the directions of the ultimate experience, which is the name of your book. Now, yes. I, I have to share something with you and our listeners. When I began my yeah. spiritual work about 25 years ago, before that I was a little bit of a skeptic, Let's say I knew there was something bigger, 
but I was living so much in the physical world and trying to do right for myself and others in the physical world and the way I had been trained, society and parental training, uh, and seeing yeah. many, many things that needed to change. But then I had some very miraculous mystical experiences, and I said, wait a minute, life is not quite what I think it to be. It's quite something else. And I accepted the journey ahead. Now I decided, well, since, like you said, you went into a cocoon, you went back to your mother's home, there was a room with no bed. So I said to spirit, yeah. I said, is it necessary for me to go like the Buddhist monks into the mountains mm -hmm. and seclude myself so I can develop this uh, greater communication with universal energy? And I took a book that had been given to me by uh, at a course. Uh, I had met a man from England, and he handed me this tiny little book, and it had beautiful little... <laughs> you know, beautiful little messages in it. And I just mm -hmm. opened the book to a random page. And it said, in your case, it is necessary for you to remain in the world and to do for others and to share your joy and uh, growing awareness with everybody around you. And there was the answer. So uh, I knew. So I knew. Uh, so so I, I gave up. I never thought about it again, having to yeah. go to an ashram or, or go to the mountains yeah. or, or hide away. I knew I had to be a very much as I'm doing right here with you in the physical yeah. world, sharing our love and, and energy and messages yeah. with as many people as we can reach. And I feel uh, very grateful to have had that message because things yeah. could have gone a whole different way. Now, <laughs> you talk about the process of the ego. Tell us something about yeah. that because that's what the Course of Miracles is about, understanding your soul yeah. connection to spirit and our physical life or our ego values. So tell us something about well, my, that. Yeah, my book is written like a novel, but it definitely has lessons um, you know, within it. And it's divided into sections, and the first section is understanding. And you have to really learn a whole new way of thinking. Instead of seeing the world and reacting, what you do is you understand that your thoughts are creating the world. Yes. So, so there's two choices that you have. When you wake up in the morning, most of us default to our ego or our personality or perceptions and beliefs that have been learned through our life. And that's how we start our day. And mm, that usually means that it's a potluck. It's a smorgasbord of emotion. So anger can come at you, uh, you know, uh, situations where you feel like a victim or, you know, just anything is possible. There's a, a wonderful um, a lesson in... Uh, a Course in Miracles, and it's Lesson 11, and it says, uh, my meaningless thoughts are showing me a meaningless world. Mm -hmm. And so your, your thoughts um, are what create the world. So if your world looks like anger, can be from a stranger or someone that you know very well, um, that's ego, that's personality, and that is, fear-based and um, 
the responsibility that you have is to step back and take responsibility for that thought that created that world of anger. And then, as A Course in Miracles would say all through the book, it's forgiveness. It's forgiving the thought, not being shamed by the thought or not, you know, just realizing that it, it can be changed. And so your other choice is love. If you wake up in the morning and you feel joy, you feel love, you feel empathy, you know, um, peace, then you've chosen right. And you're going to, yes, and you're, you're going to draw you're going more to of that. that way. Yes, you're going to draw that to yourself. I'm yes. a, as a Reiki master teacher and empath, also medium, I always, wherever I meet people, I, I tell them, you're creating your reality with every thought and action. And on any given day, perhaps 50% of the energy coming or thoughts coming into us could be negative. So we have a responsibility to say, you know, I'm not paying attention to that really. Uh, that does not suit or serve me or anyone else. And you turn away from yeah. it and wait to embrace something that comes in that is more uh, acceptable and valuable for you and for others around you. It takes practice. It takes awareness. Yes. And it takes yes. a love of yourself and God and man and to yes. know that you can create miracles and be part of miracles and we, many well, of us are becoming aware of that. that place. Yes, from that place. But let's go on to, now, yeah. in, the, in the book, you were in London with your new friend, Joey, who you just said was a spiritual friend and uh, not your, like Lauren. No, who was Lauren. Lauren is your real yeah. friend. But Joey, yes. the fellow that you met in Paris. Paris. Or, who, yeah, you, who yeah. you wanted to bring along with you on the journey because he had had much tragedy in his life and he was a way for you to show readers how much he could learn. Right. So when you're talking about understanding, uh, you tell us yes. something uh, about that first principle for beginning a search for truth and improvement. You also give a quote that I love. Galileo's quote is, you cannot teach a man anything, you can only help him find it within himself. And this is a lot about intellectual knowing versus experience. So it's very important that we realize that ego or wrong mind thinking and God or right mind thinking are what we're balancing every day in every expression we say or feel or think. And it is after a while, when you understand this simply, you can direct your thoughts either to ego wrong mind or to God right mind. And you can change yourself and the world. Now you talk about... It will totally change your world. It's, It's not... It's a simple idea, but it's not easy because the personality is so entrenched. Yes. You know? But you have to and keep so practicing, practicing. Seeing. You have to make a real commitment to do it, and then you have to do it. Right. And um, and and so yeah. But it, you'll see you'll see miracles in your life. Absolutely, see miracles in your life. Let me just yes. say something here. 
You know, this yeah. re- this reminds me of I was in Arizona at a convention, and I saw a sign over a church entrance, and it said, "Enter at your own risk." And uh, <laughs> and to me, it really caught my attention. And to me, it meant that. Once you know that you're a spiritual being having a physical life, everything changes and you cannot allow blame and anger and judgment to cloud the truth of your destiny and your soul being. And you can't go backwards. You must be ready to take responsibility, accept this personal responsibility and move towards higher consciousness. And in my book, The Living Spirit, in terms of achieving spiritual transformation, which you have accepted and gone through, and I also have accepted and done that graciously and gratefully, I wrote, Mm -hmm. spiritual transformation is the key to manifesting a better physical experience, period. It is also necessary to attain life achievements that are not only materially advantageous, but a real reflection of your true divine self. Coincidentally... Spiritual transformation also allows us to find our higher selves and a connection to universal energy. And the ultimate purpose for seeking transformation is to be free of the negative or fearful mind chatter that results from thoughts of imaginary obstacles and the voices of controlling relatives, friends, business acquaintances who may be enmeshed in physical pursuits related to the accumulation of material positions and the survival needs of the root chakra. So by seeking deeper knowledge of our soul, our heart energy, our life purpose, we begin to remember we are more than the body, more than the physical world, and part of a higher force that is eternal and divine. Yeah? Well, what happens, yes, absolutely, that all gives me the chills when I hear you say it. Um, What happened was uh, when I was a young girl in high school, um, the English teacher uh, of the school gave us all an assignment, and he said, write a creative story. And so I I did. I I wrote, and um, I won. And you would have thought, that that would have kicked off my writing, you know, um, profession, but it didn't. Uh, it laid dormant for all those years until I was there in my cocoon at my mother's home. And then the writing started to come out. And when you follow this spiritual path and you undo all of that uh, ego personality, you know, one by one, layer by layer, then the purpose, the creative you starts to flow. And it's a whole, it's a beautiful world. It is. It's so perfect. It is indeed. It's a beautiful world here and beyond here. And we are beautiful, magnificent soul entities of so much compassion and love that have been confused by some of the mm, difficulties in the physical world, but necessary difficulties. You know, it's funny. Yeah. But I never thought I would be a writer. But many years ago, I had my first reading from a medium, and I didn't even understand these concepts at that time. I was not trained. I did not live in a family who guided me this way. And she said to me, you're going to write three books. And I said, (laughs) I don't think so. 
and and as things have, uh, I've I've written the first two, and the third one is almost ready to get out there. Oh and, my gosh. And I I feel I had to complete my mission because I was yeah. told my mission. Now I did like writing also when I was young, but I never thought I would be a writer, and I don't no. think of myself as a writer. I think of myself as someone who's downloading the beautiful inspiration from spirit to bring yeah. that energy into the world because that was truly my destiny to discover who I was and why I was here in this life yeah. and to get beyond the sadness of seeing some of the way people behave because I was a sensitive even as a child. And as the middle child, I guess you and I, were uh, yes. peacemakers, right? We were. Oh, we yes. We tried very to, much the peacemaker to bring yeah. peace where there was disruption, and we're still doing it because what you and yeah. I are what you and I are saying here is, we can't allow the old programs of fear and negativity yeah. to keep running in our heart and brain. We have to get more to pass the ego, wrong mind thinking, to be an observer of the beauty of ourself and life and see the world uh, in the terms of right mind, God-inspired mm -hmm. thinking, or even if you don't use the word God in universal energy or divine or soul-inspired, right. whatever term you use, it is a creative force of life. And, and it is that there. is within us. Yes, and yeah. it's there for all yeah. of us. Even people who don't think they're spiritual are still spirit having a physical life and on a path and journey. So what would you like people well, to take away with them after reading your book, The Ultimate Experience? You know, I would really, really love them to understand that there's only two choices. And one is fear and one is love. And if it feels like fear, if it feels negative, if it makes you have pain, if you, you know, have hurt or anger coming at you, you can change it. You can change it. And love, just, I, I always tell people, just close your eyes and go to your heart and think of something that, you know, brings tears to your eyes that you feel so much love for. You'll be amazed at how just that little exercise will change your life in that moment. Absolutely, and, uh, yes. So I want to thank you, Patricia Hammond Gonzalez, author of The Ultimate Experience, your story of awakening and using the thoughts and values from your extensive study of A Course in Miracles as you traveled and met so many new friends who benefited from your awareness of the metaphysical nature of our lives and show us the way to trust the bigger plan for success and well-being. To purchase this book, please go to Amazon.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, Patricia has shared with us in enjoyable, light-hearted fashion several of the very complex ideas in the Course of Miracles, a study of universal laws for living life in a way that supports soul and human growth towards love, compassion, and healing, and to make a true connection to the divine. 
we have shared her journey with her friends through many lovely countries and situations, some challenging and others amazingly uplifting, as we remember that life is indeed a procession of people, events, and changes that eventually guide us towards truth, acceptance, and a surrender to our personal, individualized life plan. In understanding the difference between the ego wrong mind and the God right mind thinking, we begin to see that our thoughts and actions mirror all the events in our life, and we can begin to create a very different reality by simply using our inner wisdom and aligned to higher self. As Patricia wrote, you do not have to learn love, earn love, or attain love, because love is always within you. If you're not aware of love and protecting love, you must still have some forgiveness to do. A word of caution. The ego is stubborn, tenacious, and once it's identified by you, the observer, it gets terrified. Don't be surprised when you see those same ego wrong thoughts popping up again and again. Just like those frustrating pop-ups in your computer, they keep repeating until you decide to get rid of them. Patricia and I would have you, as she also wrote, when you peel away the layers of ego wrong mind through this process of forgiveness, what's real and true is revealed the impossible becomes possible. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within and author of The Living Spirit Answers to Healing and Infinite Love. And I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to hear leaders in the metaphysical fields, science, spirituality, psychology, medicine, education, and the arts and music discuss the infinite possibilities for human evolution and for these changing times. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.